0: By revealing the mystery of the female body to share with great pleasure the ways you can transform your own lives and then the lives around you, this is Dr. Nile, the Voice of Goddess, here to bring you Inside Out Healing, Beauty and Power with All My Love. Welcome, my friend. I'm so excited again because with what I'll tell you in this podcast, we will be taking a walk together through those mysterious pages of history that I love so much. We call it the virtues, the qualities that you inherited. What if I say that turning your back on your heritage is a betrayal to your own qualities? No, it's not that ambitious. Why? Think of it this way. Could you not have inherited some part of your character, aware or not, through some social evolution just like you inherited the color of your hair, or your eyes, your body type, from your past, from your great-great parents? Couldn't the DNA structure you carry in your blood have reached you through the centuries by replication? Could the chromosomes and DNA carry you the virtues, the secrets, the mysteries that you cannot explain like energy, like everything else in the world? If you're out for walking at gym or doing housework, or just sitting and sipping coffee or tea and ready to be with me, let's get started! Don't you think this is what is behind the fact that when we examine society sociologically, we see some similar profiles? And from a behavioral point of view, we see common behaviors. World re World, world-known Swiss psychiatrist and psychologist Carl Gustav Jung calls it the collective unconscious, that lays it bare that feminine and masculine archetypes are the projections from the pages of the mythology to the present. Let me tell from the beginning, as an expert who has completed her academic studies on the proofs of this point of view as a result of the transformational paths I have entered with hundreds of female friends for many years, I have witnessed these findings of Jung, so I can share them with confidence. I'm happy to tell you how the feminine and masculine virtues that Jung revealed using ancient Greek gods and goddesses are actually similar across continents in different locations and times. Here, what it all comes down. I am a supporter of syncretism as an historian and behavioral scientist. In most of my articles and theses, I try to explain the meaning of events with syncretism. Here syncretism means combination and harmony. This means look at the Venus sculptures found in southern France in 25,000 BC. These sculptures are found in various regions spanning from the west of the France to Lake Baikal on the borders of China. The common point of these sculptures is that there is always an emphasis on the fertility of the uterus, the mystery of the breast, the aspect of the human who gives birth and nurtures. Thanks to this power given by nature, the viewman is depicted a representation of the mystery in nature. Then all these findings can lead us to the fact that women are the first divinities in the human world. By the way, we should also say that these divinities have an external appearance and a perception of beauty that is very different from the female model that today's patriarchal world is inclined to think about as flawless. In the middle of the Neolithic period, 6000 BC, the female goddess, who is valued with the power of creation and symbolizes abundance, appeared as Mother Earth, sitting on a throne in the center of Anatolian lands with two arms represented as lions. The same Mother Goddess, or the cult of goddess, so to say, appeared with different virtues such as Aphrodite, Artemis. And in Roman Empire, we saw the same goddess as Kibele. Apart from the ancient Greece, Inanna in Sumerians, Isis in Egypt, Nike in Ephesus, Sarasvati and Durga in the Indian Ramayana, and more recently, in the Roman Empire, the same lion throne bears similarities with the goddess Kibela, as I said. In other words, as societies develop, as migrations are happening, consciousness and culture are also spreading, and adaptations are happening, just like the goddess adaptation to the cultures. Another common characteristic with all these spreading is the virtues of women those virtues that make the goddesses and love the societies to develop grow coexist and even temples to be made and built in their names temple of Artemis area dedicated to Nike in Ephesus temple of Hecate Inanna in Sumerians, papyrus made for Isis in Egypt, so on and so forth. They all exhibit common characteristics like war, peace, victory, creativity, abundance, unity, solidarity, growth, cleansing, feeding, transformation. Well, let us look at the Arabian Peninsula. The pre Islamic goddesses, Alat, Al Uzza, Manat. Alat is the goddess of the moon. As well as a bundle of weed and a cup of incense, are symbols of Alat. Al Uzza is the goddess of morning and evening stars and symbolizes love and war. A temple has been built for her in Petra, in Jordan. And according to the belief, people called her Al-Uzza. Especially when they needed some protection from their enemies. You're looking at the side-by-side statues of these three goddesses and you're telling to yourself, wow, how similar is this with the triple statue that we have seen at the goddess Hecate's temple in Mula, Turkey, representing the young, the mother, and grandmother women. Again, found in the temple excavations of 3000 BC. So, Carl Gustav Jung's archetypal expressions of a young girl, mother, grandmother actually come from all these different cultures, different mythologies. Different time zones, different locations, all can be explained, as I said, with syncretism. According to Joseph Campbell, sculptures of new women from the Paleolithic and Neolithic periods and women who were worshipped until the arrival of monastic religions, so to say, should be considered as a sign of respect for the perfection and mysterious body of the woman as well. As a result of my pursuit, I'll tell you in more detail later about the issue of menstruation and its reflection, all the body cycles and spiritual cycles, etc., so to say, the mental and spiritual power of the woman. What about today's woman? She is exposed to violence. She is constantly seen as worthless, as second-class citizen. She is judged she is under the management of patriarchal misconceptions and much more. A period of 5,000 years of captivity and cover-up began as a result of the male-dominant evolution that is caused by the arrival mainly of monastic religions, which is preceded by the rise of patriarchal structures because of migration, soldiers, armies, and male body power. The woman I tracked down brought herself from Inanna in Sumerians to the archetype of Virgin Mary, to Hilgert von Bingen in 1100, and to Mother Teresa in the recent history. And in the Renaissance and post-Renaissance periods, with the French Revolution, Athena, Nike, and Isis profile herself, came to Mary Walsh's crafts and then finally to post-industrial revolution career woman. So actually the same archetype, the eternal feminine, is living only different names and different times. It's a long journey of evolution as you can understand. It's such an evolution that it's full of struggle, with all those patriarchal oppressions and judgments and misconceptions. We see that Carol Gilligan, a Harvard University faculty member, has reached the same concepts around healthy, adequate, and inadequate masculine and feminine concepts, which actually reveals the evolution of women throughout all these pages of history and how they became masculine rather than feminine all these synthesized findings have led me to two additional conclusions that will take me even further first i have arrived at the hypothesis that women is not emotional but emotional IBSOS research results have supported this a lot. All the training and coaching I have given for three years, the inventory results I have applied also, clearly showing the same result. We as women became emotional rather than emotional, which is our actually true essence. Secondly, if we claim these virtues, these qualities, actually, we have inherited from the pages of history I've just told about into our existing lives and adapt transformation to these lives, at that point, each of us can become the modern time goddesses again. I arrived at the truth that we could be, as women, transforming our lives Transforming our life circles, family and children, and the communities, if we transform. Because we are the transformers. You'll be able to find conceptual steps of how to do this in these podcast series. I recommend that you download and practice the Goddess app immediately to support your process with the whole body and mind and spiritual transformation practices. If you want to go deeper, you can participate in trainings and continue your journey in different ways as well. Remember, our lives depend on our conscious choices. I hope you decide to continue this journey and meet me on the next podcast. The voice of the goddess was here to strengthen and glow you from the inside out. You can download the goddess mobile app for your disciplined journey, participate in trainings announced on social media accounts, and make this dedicated journey especially for you. See you on new podcasts. Hope you stay with love and goddess virtues.